This year, January 25, 2024, corresponds to the 15th day of the Jewish month of Shavat, Tubishvat. This day is referred to as, in Judaism, the New Year of the Trees. The day is set aside to appreciate the importance of trees, especially fruit trees, and to rejoice in their produce. Biblically, this day is important for several reasons, including the calculation of tithes. In prior years, we discussed the background and customs of this day, as well as the special significance that this day has for believers and followers of Yeshua HaMashiach. This year, the happiness of this festival is overshadowed by the darkness of the war in Israel. Yet we Jews have found ourselves in dismal circumstances throughout history, and we still insisted in honoring our faith and heritage, however we could. Even in times of war, we remember this day. A few days ago, IDF forces were operating in Gaza, in the Al-Maghazi area. Al-Maghazi is in the center of the Gaza Strip, halfway between Gaza City and Kanyunis. Israeli soldiers found an Islamic classroom. That classroom opens up into an ammunition manufacturing factory. One room was filled with rows of benches and chairs, and next to it were stockpiles of AK-47 parts, long-range missiles, a lathe for making timing devices for weapons and other war equipment. Outside the school, the soldiers found a loaded rocket launcher in the midst of an olive grove. So how does this story relate to Tubishvat? It's the olive grove. We read in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verses 19 and 20, When thou shalt besiege a city a long time, in making war against it to take it, thou shalt not destroy the trees thereof by forcing an axe against them. For thou mayest eat of them, and thou shalt not cut them down, for the tree of the field is man's life. You shall not cut them down to employ them in the siege. Only the trees which thou knowest, that they be not trees for food, thou shalt destroy and cut them down. Thou mayest build bulk works against the city that makes war with thee, until it be subdued. The scriptures tell us to protect fruit trees even during times of war. It's no surprise at all that Hamas terrorists who operate hiding in children's nurseries and United Nations schools and mosques would resort to camouflaging their weapons in the midst of fruit trees. These terrorists attach no value to any human life, including their own Muslim women and children. Why would they care about trees? Let me give you another story about wars and trees. Fifteen years ago, while visiting Israel, I met an Israeli who owned an avocado orchard near Israel's northern border with Lebanon. Terrorists from Lebanon sent missiles, presumably Qassam or Kutusha, flying overhead. In a matter of a few minutes, 14 missiles landed in the orchard and 200 avocado trees went up in flames. I saw some of the craters, three to four feet across, left by the missiles. Why did the scriptures mention fruit trees associated with times of war? Because this situation arises in the real world, even in our times. Again, if terrorists are not interested in what God says about protecting human life, they certainly could not worry about the destruction of fruit trees. Because of this ongoing war, thousands and thousands of pounds of produce have gone to waste in Israel and the areas adjacent to the Gaza Strip. The areas were evacuated and the produce was left to rot in the field. Some brave souls have organized groups to salvage whatever can be salvaged, but much was lost, and that will affect the availability of food for the rest of the year. This does not even address the fact that the next season's crops have not been planted. The book of Deuteronomy is not the only reference in the scriptures which mentions the subject of fruit trees during times of war. 
the book of Jeremiah also addresses the issue. Jeremiah prophesied throughout the Babylonian invasion of Israel. He, the whole book is written about war. Notice chapter 11, verse 19. But I was like a lamb or an ox that is brought to the slaughter. And I knew not that they had devised devices against me, saying, Let us destroy the tree with the fruit thereof, and let us cut him off from the land of living, that his name may be no more remembered. In the midst of the war with Babylon, we again see the scripture referencing fruit trees. The verse actually is comparing the fruit tree to a person. What is more encouraging, however, is the reference found in Jeremiah chapter 17. Verse 7 and 8 read, Blessed is the man that trusts in Yahweh and whose hope Yahweh is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. This passage clearly compares the fruit tree to a person and promises that the man of faith will continue bringing forth fruit even during droughts. It's impossible to rejoice on Tubishwat this year. Over 100 hostages are still in captivity, suffering at the hands of wicked terrorists. Thousands of Israeli citizens have lost loved ones. Thousands of Jews are wounded. None of us can move thoughts of the war out from the forefront of our mind. We can only pray that the God of miracles will rescue our brothers and sisters soon and let them bear fruit again in freedom.